I don't like bullies. I don't care where they're from. at homecoming far from homecoming it's, it, it's hard i've done it a couple of times a lot of people say uh homecoming too i'm like it's not what it is i thought it was a dumb title far from homecoming um so we're seeing this film spider-man is not at home he is technically well he's not that far new york's not that far uh, yeah from, he's been in space so. like we live farther from europe than he does that's true and you're right he has been in space so yeah, this is so like, like this ain't shit to relative him. to what you know also, now that I think about it, anything, like, you know, he saved the world that, like, half the Earth that died. So, like, you'd think nothing would face him at this point. Right. He's, like, Mysterio. Yeah, people are like, oh, man, look, it's the, you know, it's, uh, it's the London Tower. And he's like, yeah, but have you guys ever been to Titan? <laughs> uh, Thanos' home world. <laughs> you guys ever been there? It's like a f- fucking mess over there. He he brought it back with the reality stone, yeah. And then and then he took it away. Yeah, he was like, "Wow, this is gorgeous." Beats, beats uh, Boston for sure, or not Boston, London. So anyway, what we kind of fucked up. Well, Tristan, I mean, uh, th- this guy right you here. You fucked up just there. This guy fucked up because God. he looked up a spoiler. Maybe not on purpose. Maybe not on accident. I don't know. I'm gonna assume it was an accident. But it's a tiny so we spoiler. we we our predictions are like, you know, so so. And if you listen to our last week's episode, a gamer complainer spoiled something. But in a, in a weird way, it was kind of cool the way you spoiled it because it showed that we were we predicted that we literally predicted it on the nose that it was gonna happen. These movies are too predictable. A little bit. Um, but so if you, you know, listen to last week's episode, small spoiler, I looked it up. It turns out we were right. Um, and so our, our predictions are going to be a little more vague. Um, I think Mysterio is going to be a bad guy. Yes. There's no way he's going to be a good guy. Um, so I would have made this prediction earlier, but it's kind of the thing I spoiled for myself. I just noticed that the internet called something something else, and I was like, that's funny that we're not assuming it's this, and it turns out I am correct. So, as vague as that is, as soon as we actually record the episode, I'll get into it. But when I saw that in the trailer, I'm like, why are we all just assuming it's this and not that? Um, which, like, for me, it was like, I feel like that one I'm going for is easier. But anyways... Uh, that's that's something I saw. Uh, I think I know what you're talking about. Right, right, right. That's really lame. If that's what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I mean, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. But um, I don't know. Do you think? Uh, I don't know. What do you, what else is there to predict? Do you think? MJ I think and Peter gonna hit it off. I or? think Spider Man gonna get a kiss. He's gonna an, get a kiss. An upside down kiss. No, he's not gonna do the upside. Upside down, down kiss. kiss. I think he's upside gonna do like a swing kiss, kiss or something. But um, I'm pretty sure... Well, someone said recently that 
Mary Jane may still be in the universe and Michelle Jones is not Mary Jane. I think that's an interesting concept. Like, there's two, there might be two MJs. One's Michelle Jones, one's Mary Jane. That's just more confusing to yeah, me. Because, yeah, yeah. especially because, like, Spider-Man has a ton of female love interests. Like, why just make another one up? Do you think we'll be introduced to any new characters? I'd like to see some Oscorp stuff, personally. I'd like to see some, you know, Oscorp in the background. Because I think they bought Stark Tower. I want to see something like that. Well, I don't think so. Because he's not even in New York. So, it's not like... Like, right. is Oscorp just going to be based in Europe or something? Like, you know what I'm saying? It just it, they can't really introduce stuff that's solidified where he lives because he's not even there in this movie. I have a fan theory. This is a small fan theory. I don't think Quentin Beck is going to be from a different multiverse. He says that he's from a different universe. I'm willing to bet he's not from a different universe. I think he's from Queens. I'm willing to bet that he's from the same universe and he's pulling all of this out of his ass. I'm just willing to bet. But uh, we can, you know, we'll check it out. But Is it like the person who says, like, I'm not in your class and you're like, no, I've seen you in my class. You're definitely in that class. Sure, it's just like that. I feel like he's going to pull the prestige, you know? Are you watching out. closely? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's going to pull something out of his ass. I mean, I know he's, I mean, I know he's going to be the bad guy, but... It's just... Uh, I don't think see. any of that shit is real. I'm going to throw it out there. I don't think any of the monsters are real. Because every time someone shows up, he's like, you don't want any part of this. He said that four times now. Right, right. I'm so he's trying to seem like, oh, I'm like the great Mysterio. There's no way that he's actually fighting those things. And if he actually has magic, I'll be extremely disappointed. He does the same thing, too. He's like, ooh. Right, right. exactly. And uh, we'll, we'll get into that. I'm, if, if those things that he are saying are real, I'm pretty sure that he's either working with them or, you know, like, um, he's, like, casting them, making them up as illusions. But that's, that's just one of my theories. We'll see. Do you think the movie will be good? I have very, like, low to no expectations of this film, especially because it's coming out on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Why? What that's that's here. Oh, it's out on Tuesday. Must suck ass. Well, what's stupid is it's a holiday weekend, so well maybe they don't want to like distract from it or something. I don't know, but they could have had it come out midnight Thursday because there's people who have Thursday off anyway, mm. or like you know how movies are now coming out at like fucking seven p.m. Yeah. like the day before. They could have just done that on the holiday instead of have it come out on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Uh, I agree. I think it's just a weird movie, and I was really excited for it. For Well, I wasn't excited, but, like, I was starting to hear things, and I'm like, oh, that sounds good, or, oh, that looks good. And then, like, as soon as we kind of found out some of those spoilery things we can't talk about, I was like, ah, that damn, they had though. me for a second. It's like Star Wars, where, like, you're like, oh, that sounds interesting. If they did that, did they do it? No, no, they did what you didn't want them to do. Yeah, and that's the thing is, I think like honestly, like I we just expect too much. I don't films. think I'm the target audience for you know Spider-Man anymore, and that's that's fine. It's just kind of annoying, you know. Well, if you were like 13, would you like these films? I don't know. Like, I mean, when I was you know that age, I didn't like the Andrew Garfield films because I didn't think they were that authentic. So I imagine I would I'd probably like Homecoming. But, like, if I saw this, I'd be like, this is weird. Like, even as a kid, there's an, there's a, there's an episode in the 90s show where Spider-Man goes to Russia. And I was like, why is he in Russia? 
And I'm like, this doesn't make sense. And I mean, there's a reason he goes to Russia. And I'm just like, this is dumb. And this is me at like seven years old. Like, this is dumb. Do you so. think he'll make it back to New York by the end of the film? Oh, I, I, I guarantee it. It'll probably be like the post credit scene or something is in New York. I think it'll end with him at Tony's house. Which one? The one with Morgan, the, the house that's in the woods. Ooh, is that in New York? I don't know where it is. They don't say where it is. You can rent it on Airbnb. It's very expensive. I mean, in the films, they don't say where it is. No, but I'm saying, like, the film. Yes, yes. The, uh, yeah, you could I, stay there if you wanted to. I, I don't know. I don't think he's going to be there. Uh, there was that rumor, potential spoiler alert, that Tony is going to come back as an AI in this film through his glasses. But in the trailer, it showed um, uh, Friday. So I think Friday would make more sense. Friday again, Ice Cube. <laughs> That'd be amazing. When Spider-Man gets hit, damn! You got knocked the fuck out! <laughs> That'd be amazing. Anyways, we're, we're pulling up to the theater right now. We're going to check out the film. I don't know. Do you have any last thoughts? I just hope it's good. That's all. I hope I enjoy myself. Yeah, just a, I, I honestly, at this point, I can only hope for a fun time, you know? Like when we saw Homecoming, we were we we had a weird feeling in our stomach, and we had to watch it again. We're like, oh, so it is bad. Well, because we were really hype about it. Yeah, and I'm... we waited to yeah. see it. See, we're going in. We're going in. Uh, going in hot. Going in. Going in dry. What? What? Disgusting. What? Um. So yeah. Uh, we're gonna see the movie, and then we'll tell you how it is afterwards. All right. Later, players. Wait, wrong movie. We're on the wrong key too. We're like out of sync. I don't even know if Spider-Man Homecoming has a theme song. Far really. from home. Sorry. Far it from does. Homecoming. I think it's the same thing. It's by Michael Giacchino. I think he does the i don't know doesn't matter um so we saw the movie like three weeks ago like the day it came out it's been a minute but we had some episodes come out and we're gonna have to have we did yeah yeah we did some stuff we did our things we went to comic-con so that was rough we were like yeah we're gonna record and then we fell asleep like every single night because we're exhausted sometimes on the ground we did sleep on the ground for a night that's yeah. hard to record on the ground be and- sure to listen to our last episode about that but this episode is a real for realsies episode. I am for real. So let's get into our predictions. Yeah, our predictions. We were like what seventy thirty for the most part. Yeah. So well, the things we accidentally spoiled a couple things about the movie. And uh, by the way, this show it, always spoil alert. Besides the pre-show, we're the worst man. Even sometimes during the pre-show, sometimes we call shit out. So we are the worst for spoilers. <laughs> Keep saying we. I'm looking at you, dude. I'm looking at you. You spoiled shit before. Uh, yeah. Um, but so <laughs> if you didn't hear last uh, uh last week when we had our prediction of the future of the MCU, we talked about scrolls. We talked about who is a scroll, and we nailed it on the head. It was Nick Fury. So I mean, we we called that before it happened. We uh, also called it Blade before that happened in that same right. episode. Is was this? Yeah, it was the same episode. That episode. 
actually predicted a lot of dude, stuff. Dude, we're like the Simpsons. And dude, here's the thing: is half the stuff isn't even out yet. We could still be predicting more stuff. Like, oh, we for could sure, still be right. We'll be on point. We'll have to keep going back to that episode. But anyways, um, we did that. Uh, you predicted that Peter and MJ would kiss. I did. I said an upside down kissy, but I just hey, got normal you kissy. Got, you got some points. Um, I predicted Mysterio was a bad guy. Could you believe? No, we it? both said that. Could you believe that though? He's a bad guy. That was so stupid. That was a twist. They got me. Really wasn't a twist. <laughs> if you like have never read a comic in your life, then mm. you'd be surprised. But right, I think that would be funny. Like I'd love to have someone who, like my mom or something, who just never reads comics. What? And she's like, oh, he's a bad guy, and I'm like, oh, you're cute. Oh, <laughs> uh, Um, maybe kids. Maybe kids were surprised. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <gasps> what um so the thing that i was talking in the pre-show where i'm like bro i read this on the internet it's it's kind of weird so i'll get in <laughs> all right so long story short everyone was calling them the elementals which i thought was weird uh they refer to them as the elementals in the film but it's weird because the toys like there's toys and like you know games that refer to them as hydro man and molten man and i'm assuming that the sand one was sandman so uh a prediction i didn't want to guess because i thought they were going to go that way is those were actual villains that were just working with mysterio so the way i thought it was going down is hydro man's like all right i'll come out here fake an attack you fake blast me and i'll go away so i thought hydro man and like sandman were real and they were just like going along with the act Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get you. Um, I get you. That's my prediction. That, that was. I was a prediction that I really didn't make because I didn't want to spoil anything because I was like really convinced. And uh, they keep calling them the Elementals, which there's one comic we have about the Elementals. They're really nothing special. Um, but yeah, so I they're guess they're very elementary. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> um. So, yeah, that was kind of prediction. And my last prediction is that there is no multiverse and that Quentin Beck is full of shit. And I was correct on that. I was correct. And he doesn't have (laughs) magic powers. That should be like Mysterio's tagline. Full of shit. Yeah, full of shit. Uh, Did you have any other predictions you wrote down? Uh, You said he'd go to like Tony Stark's house. I was totally wrong about that. Yeah. Maybe in the sequel. Well, it's funny because like I usually go like, there's no way that will happen, but sometimes you know, it does sometimes usually it does the, happen usually the toys are a dead giveaway for me and the toys come out before the right. movies and i'll be like why is that there or why is this here that's mm-hmm. how like i figured out the nick fury cat thing yeah yeah but some of them are hard you know like sometimes you have you know and spider-man lego jet oh wait there is a jet in the movie i do just oh, look shit. at the I toys just made that up um the toys well, know like, all ah you know there's the venom copter this is a Venom helicopter. What if they made like a Toy Story, but with like Avengers toys, but not Lego? You know what I'm saying? Like you just had the tree of like Groot's hand, Idrisil, but it's like alive. I, they could do that. I, I, Based off your pitch, I wouldn't see that movie. Dude, you're so wrong. Okay. I'm <laughs> just, just telling you. Anyway, look at the toys. The toys tell all. The toys do tell all. Okay. Do you want to get into the review? Uh, sure. You you're usually a little bit more long winded, so I'll go first. <gasps> no, <laughs> <laughs> you're usually a little more long winded, so I guess I will <gasps> go and do it. Um. So in terms of the score for the film, I gave it a six out of ten. Just the score. 
Yeah, like if if someone said, "Oh, I thought you meant like the film score, like the the music in the background." No, no, no. I'm the, like, like we usually don't rate the film score. The overall. That's a different podcast. The overall like assessment of the film, I give it a six out of ten. Here are my reasons. Okay, positives. Mysterio. Mysterio was fucking cool, and at first I didn't like. I didn't think he was until after the fact, like, because Jake Gyllenhaal's performance, I'm like, man, this is, like, this is whack. Like, what's going on? He's so, like, extra. But the dude is, like, in theater. Like, that's his thing. He's He wants to be, like, um, you know, like a fucking reality TV star or some shit. You know what I mean? So it, it makes sense that he's very, like, over the top, especially um, when you, after you, spoiler, find out he's Mysterio. He's very much about his, like, his persona and his personality because he wants to be a superhero. So in the film, he creates situations where there is danger on purpose so that he can save the day, which I thought was kind of weird. I'm like, why does he want to be an Avenger? Like he, he has cool powers. Like I'm sure they'd be down like to use his technology or whatever. Um, You're talking about the illusion technology. Yes. That seems useful somewhere. I'm sure it would be useful. Because they actually attack shit. It's not yeah, just an illusion. Yeah, it's not like, just effects. Like the drones will make explosions and the CGI will render it to make it look like a fireball. Like, I'm sure they can use that somewhere. Like, if Thanos can use, you know, a reality stone and shit, you could just confuse him with, you know, two Thanos. Um, I'm, I'm sure there's, there's real life applications. The but, only thing is, like, compared to, like, let's say Ultron, right? Oh, for sure, yeah. Like, like Ultron rough. would like not see the illusions, or like would detect robots inside and just go like, "What are you doing?" He's confused, but he could do little stuff. No, for I'm sure. sure. No, yeah, yeah. But like, like I don't understand why he wants to be an Avenger. That's my only thing. Because yeah. I'm like, you will get called out pretty quickly. Like, well, someone's gonna figure it out. My positive, like I said, I think Jake Gyllenhaal did a really good job, mm-hmm. like playing him. And it, like I said at first, I was kind of like. Mm- why is he doing this? But now I get it. Like, especially after reading the comics, he is like, he nailed it. Like he's super just, right. Just all oh, like thespian. Type yeah, of thing. He, he is very thespian. Um, they did a very modern telling of this character. Yeah, for sure. And then this is the, another positive I had was the scenes where, you know, he actually starts using his illusions after Spider-Man finds out he really is mm-hmm. like fake like all those scenes where like Iron Man's like fucking skeleton comes out of the grave and shit like that. That shit was fucking dope. Straight out of a comic. It was so cool. Just Mas- that's the effects. master of illusions. Right it was there. amazing. So just those like those couple scenes alone, just like you know that boosted my score immensely. Because in the first like forty minutes to an hour, there's no villain in the movie. No real villain. Mm-hmm. So once we finally find out, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm on board. Um, that's mostly it. Like Mysterio is just, I think, the best part of the movie. And I think Jake Gyllenhaal really nailed it. Um, Story-wise, I think the story is super weak, especially because they had like two plus hours to tell a fucking story. I think it takes way too long for Mysterio to become Mysterio and show up for who he really is. Um, I, maybe because I'm not, like, fucking 14 anymore, like, the high school bullshit is just, like, uh, it's too old for me, especially now that, like, we've come so far with Spider-Man and, and just, like, Marvel characters in general, it feels like a huge jump back 
like that we got to go through all this shit all over again you know what i mean and even in the sam raimi movies he wasn't like a 10th grader he was like a fucking senior because mm-hmm. no one would believe like he would be a 10th grader anyway but i feel like especially at my time in my life when i saw the movie that's a huge sort of growing point in your life and i find it a more important growing point you know moving from being like a a high schooler into like being an adult and that's like something that every can every kid can relate to i'm sure at one point in their life but spider-man has like no struggles because he's a fucking kid the only thing he struggles with is actually being spider-man wait a minute if So he was a freshman in in homecoming. No, he was a sophomore, I think. He's a sophomore. He's yeah. fifteen. So yeah. So did he just finish that year? Because he he it's five years in the future. Did he just finish his sophomore year, or is he a high school senior now? No, remember he's not a senior. Is he a junior now? Yes. So he didn't even finish the year from homecoming. No, he did. He finished his sophomore year. Now he's a junior. No, right, yeah, but he's on summer vacation, so he finished the year from homecoming. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes, which he finished so 10th now grade, he's now a so junior. now he's in 11th grade, yeah. Okay, that's annoying. I was hoping that this would be like his senior year coming up. No. Well, if his next movie's in like three years or two years, I, I guess it could I be really, his senior year. I really hope so. That I'm just, like I said, I'm just over this high school bullshit like, it's especially funny because Toby was a high schooler in the first film, and then mm-hmm. in the second film, For like he the wasn't. First 15 he was minutes. a college student. And then Andrew graduates in the second film. So it's like none of them are in high school for more than a year. And I don't, the way that they, they pitched these movies, it looked like he was going to be in high school, like getting his rogues gallery, which I was fine with. And then we'd see Tom Holland grow as a person, um, although he is like my age. So not literally growing well that's also what sucks for the actors because imagine how annoying it would be you're like 26 and you're playing a fucking high schooler still like that's what's gonna happen it's not that i have a problem with that my problem is is i don't feel like they're sticking to what their plan was because when spider-man has to get out of new york it it feels like you don't know how to write them like spider-man's home base is in new york yeah if if you're not in new york i really feel like you don't know what to do with the character and this movie kind of screams that. Why? I mean, we'll get into my review, but uh, uh, you keep going. So yeah, Tom Holland's an annoying high schooler. He has high school problems. Like Mary, he, when he goes on vacation, he tries to like he has his whole plan to fucking um, give Mary Jane like a gift on the Eiffel Tower, and this dude, this kind of Chad bro guy that everyone likes, kind of gets in the way, and so he's trying to figure out like oh, how do I get this guy to, like, out of the picture so I can be alone with her? And that's, like, really most of the the problem in the movie. That's, like, his like, driving goal. the Spider-Man is, like, second to him being in high school, mm-hmm. which shouldn't... No, that's not how that's supposed to happen. There's supposed to be a balance, not, like, it, it tips one way or the other, you know what I, I mean? I think they do a balance, okay. I definitely disagree. I feel like he's struggling with the high school bullshit way more and the Spider-Man stuff comes secondary. And that's why it's funny. That's why it's comical because he's trying to be normal, but his like superhero life is getting in the way of that. Hence why he's going on vacation to escape the superhero life mm. for a brief amount of time. I simply disagree. Um. So yeah, that, that bothered me. This the, And then another dumbass part is the fact that so Spider-Man gets Tony's glasses as a gift. So if 
if someone died, your mentor in life that you looked up to f- from infancy, whatever, dies saving the world, right? Dies saving the world. And they leave a memento for you, which is like their glasses, one of their their signature things. They give that to you. Right. The glasses happen to have an amazing control of like superpower proportions, whatever. But that person that was left to you okay. as a memento. And then you meet a dude for five days and you give it the fuck away. Fair enough. I think the glasses in general are the stupidest fucking thing. Like, what? <laughs> I want to get into What is he going to use it. them for? Is he going to wear them when he's in the suit? Right. He's just going to have glasses well, on? Well, it's interesting. Tony's like, hmm, I have these glasses, which, by the way, he's never used. He didn't use them against Thanos. He never used them on Ultron. He just has all these drones connected to a single satellite, which is the exact opposite of what Iron Man stands for. It's like... You have all that technology, and he decides to use it and give it to a kid. This makes no sense. I mean, it's I'm it. I honestly don't care that he gave it to him in general because I'm like, oh, that's something you know. He trusts him with that responsibility, and he wants him to have it. And if, to me, Spider Man is like a kind of a pure soul. Like he doesn't want to use it, and I think that's the type of person that needs that. You know what I mean? Um. So. It's really annoying that he's met this guy for literally like three days or however many days. He barely knows him like 48 whatever how many hours and he just fucking gives them away. Like Tony Stark obviously means nothing to you if you just feel like, oh, yeah, I'll just give this power away to just some Joe Schmo. Okay. So that's another negative. 100%. That I think that's what really like pissed us off in the movie the most, right? uh i mean mine are all hitting on those points but it's it's all connected to me like also spider-man's just fucking dumb like he's pretty dumb in this film he's he's just not smart like like he's like oh you're sharp as a whip i'm like is he he's not i haven't seen him make a smart decision since keep talking i'm gonna think about it He just he just makes really stupid decisions and it's it's not even like the teen thing it's just like common sense type of stuff like i said thing with the glasses or him not figuring this shit out like sooner like his spider sense can't figure out that these are drones like sooner than later and then they go on like a, him and mj go on like a fucking quest after she finds out that it's a drone she's like hey what's this and he's like huh I'm um, honestly still trying to think about it. Something smart he's done. I'm I'm back on Civil War right now. He is so stupid in this movie. You know, he's very selfish as well. Like he's very much about like how he feels about everything. And sp- I don't think Spider-Man's like that. Spider-Man, his spider sense is kind of like receptive to other things as well. To me, anyway, not just like avoiding actual objects, but I feel like he can sense like emotion or like sense situations. I would definitely not say emotion. Such situations, you know what I mean? Like, like this doesn't feel right, you know? Yeah, there's 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 the spider thing in the back of its head, like auto aversary, and then there's also like the one that's like there's something like situational awareness, which he has none of at all. No, 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 no. Um, okay. And um, got more negs, more negatives. I just thought MJ was a little annoying. That's interesting. Um, and then I thought, What, what about her was annoying. 
they just make her like so quirky i'm just like it's just too much dude like mm-hmm. they're trying to make her seem so out there and so fucking weird but she also has like zero zero emotion on her face mm-hmm. and she tried to pull the whole oh i wasn't looking for you i was trying to figure out who spider-man was i'm like that is so stupid no she even does like that but i was kind of hoping no know, she to... not initially no well no yeah but she find you find out she later she still pretends like Oh, you're Spider-Man? No, nah, you it. haven't seen the movie in a minute. She's definitely like... No, initially that's you. what she did. Yeah. And then after the... Like 20 minutes later, she's like, Oh, you still didn't pick up on that shit? I was actually following you the whole time and I happened to find out you're Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm just like, why are you playing games, man? Oh. Why are you playing I don't like bitches that play games. That seems like a you problem. I don't think that's a problem. It's really people. annoying. Like, why are you fucking around? You know me. Like I'm very much. I like you. Let's let's do this. Let's go. Let's go together. You are very much like that. It's a waste of fucking time. Okay, Jesus. And then I thought the scrolls were dumb. I thought th- the fact that Nick Fury wasn't even there was stupid, which we predicted anyway. But I was like, that's that's just stupid. And he's on like in the end credit scene. I was like, this is terrible. He was like pretending to be on vacation. I'm like, that is so not Nick Fury at all. This is so stupid. And it's just ironic because it's like Nick Fury's trying to get a hold of you and it's not even him. Right. I don't really get the point of that. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It didn't add anything to the movie. Yeah. We were right, but I thought it'd be something cool like Squirrels kidnapped him, not, oh, he's on a vacation. On a spaceship. Right. It's not what it's was. It's just so dumb. And then the whole like everyone knows he's Spider-Man thing is that's really old. I mean, it's been done before. Actually, has it been done in the movies? I'm trying to think. No. No. I don't like that. I like the struggle that Peter has to take. Well, it's like they do the secret identity thing, but they're not really playing with it. Unless the third one is based on, you know, reconcealing his identity, I'm not going to be interested. Like, if this Spider-Man is just going to have an identity known to everyone, I'm just going to, I don't know, switch to DC. I don't know. Well, also... It was cool when superheroes had secret identities. Like, Captain America, I get. He's, like, Iron 15. Man, I, I get. But, like... And um, he's, he's, like, 15. Even, like, Black Widow and Hawkeye, I really feel like they should have, like, identities that aren't known. And they skipped the whole Peter Parker's a photographer shit. Like, I guess that's just out the window. He's a kid. Maybe he'll be a photographer later. Who knows? Well, he worked for the Daily Bugle. Isn't That shit ain't gonna happen. <laughs> I don't know. We don't <laughs> Unless know. that's Mysterio. They just introduced you, the Daily Bugle. Do you think Mysterio's dead? I don't think so. No, Mysterio's definitely... Uh, we're going to go into how many times Mysterio... Mysterio only really dies once, and even when he does die, he, he comes, comes back, back, and he's, like, really weird. <laughs> um, he has, like, half a face. Yeah, we'll get into that later. All right. Your pros. Your turn. I, I told you my pros. It was Mysterio. That's it. That's where the movie gets oh. six. All right, so I'm going to start a little more positive, then I'll get back to the negative. Um, the good. Um, I gave it also a six out of ten um the spider-man motivation is getting there like spider-man being a reluctant hero him uh like you know wanting to maintain a social life and not be a superhero it all is kind of going to where we're used to i think john watts looked at the first one and was like oh this isn't very spider-man maybe saw my youtube video i don't know anywho um (laughs) he he is changing a lot of things or like for example we were talking about flash thompson is not a bully he's not an antagonist to peter's social life he's a troll and trolls aren't bullies you don't give a shit what a troll says no nobody cares what flash says like whenever he says anything flash's contribution you say he may have something to do with oscorp later but other than that 
The, there's no real contribution. Um, Flash Oscorp. Flash Corp. Anyways, <laughs> Brad Davis is Flash Thompson. Now, Brad Davis is a character from the comics. A version of Flash Thompson. Yeah. In a way. Or what did I say? I said Brad Davis, right? You said Brad Davis is Flash Thompson. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He really is, though. Like, he's trying to get MJ. He's like, Peter, like, you know, you're you're nothing. You're a piece of shit. Sleeping with women in a European bathroom, which was a weird scene. That was a weird scene. But anyways. That was because he's like, like I said, he's supposed to be 15. Yeah. But anyways, it, it is really odd Um that they kind of are retconning what they did in the first movie. So Brad Davis is kind of like that antagonist bully who's trying to get the girl and put Peter down. He does it throughout the film, and he actually kind of feels like Flash Thompson. It's it's minimal, but he's there. Does nobody wonder why Peter is like so in shape? I don't think too many people see him with his shirt off. I mean, MJ has. Yeah. Multiple. MJ found out, though. Also, Brad Davis... I'm sure. He's oh like, yeah, Brad Davis did seem like, "Yo, Peter, why are you he's shredded?" Shredded. The fuck is up with that? It is funny because Tom Holland tried to bulk up for the film, and his body doesn't look as good as it did in the first one because you know he's a very skinny guy. So he's like, "I looked kind of like chunky," because he was just trying to bulk up, but it just didn't. His body type doesn't work for that. Yeah, it was funny. Um, but did it wrong right like spidey's motivation is kind of getting there doesn't want to be a hero going to europe just wants to get with the girl i like that and he's kind of remorseful for the hero or mentor that he just lost tony stark not that remorseful he's he's pretty remorseful in the film but um yeah it's it's odd because like you're like okay so he he has the reluctancy he has the dead father figure which to me like tony just doesn't work like why does he care more about tony than uncle ben there's just there's an element it's of that Uncle character. Uncle Ben just doesn't feel like he missing. exists at all. Well, it's funny because they they kind of skipped over Uncle Ben because they want to see Uncle Ben die again. But I'm like, now there's a character element missing to Spider-Man. There is no great power or great responsibility. There's none of that. And Tony is the uh, the opposite, the antithesis of responsibility. Great power responsibility. Right. Great power and, you know, get bitches. Like, that's Tony's <laughs> motto. Um but it's it's weird because because you forgot that element that element's not in the character you know responsibility isn't giving weaponized glasses to a guy you met yesterday you know responsibility isn't accidentally killing your friend with a drone you know well the thing is it's like he tried to be like oh i'm not ready but and tony wouldn't want me to have this i'm like tony stark would never do that tony stark had training wheel protocols on your suit for webs why the fuck is he giving you weaponized glasses now why also what if he just like lost those sure like, they just fell off the bus or something well, no, or no, no, fell no. remember it had to be encrypted like it had to be encrypted to your voice remember well he still could just lose them yeah you could lose them just won't do anything for anyone it's kind of a weird way to have technology just losing glasses right but uh um, are they like in like super strong like, if someone sat on them, do you think they'd be okay? I don't know. I, I think they're prop glasses. I, I'm sure they made like with Well, obviously, they're frame. prop glasses. I'm sure they could be crushed easily. Super easy. Uh, so, I'm kind of on board with Spider-Man's motivation. It does kind of feel weird that they took him out of New York already. It feels like they're running, like I said, out of ways to write him. Um, but um, I have to agree with you on the Mysterio. Mysterio is a 10 out of 10. Um it's a modern telling of the character. Quentin Beck is more of a, you know, 
a stunt double, a theatrical kind of person who uses his special effects to make illusions. Instead, they made him, you know, I, I kind of don't like the fact that he works for Tony. He worked oh, wait, for yeah, Tony Stark. I for- totally forgot to talk we'll about that. We'll get to that in a second. But, like, it is a modern telling. He is still using illusions with modern technology. Instead of, you know, special effects, smoke and mirrors, it's computer-generated imaging. So it does live in that same vein, but there are a couple things that are not great. But I think Jake Gyllenhaal nails it on the spot. Mysterio, that sequence we were talking about where he's tripping up Peter uh, right before he gets hit by a train, that that's amazing. That's all mm-hmm. amazing. The Mysterio battles are just, like, not top-notch. Him floating around. I really, for a minute, I was like, oh, man, he, he really is floating around. And, you know, if some people will go, oh, it's bad CGI, I'm like, convinced everyone else. Like, it's <laughs> part of the plot now. Um, The film was kind of funny. I don't remember laughing. I remember laughing at Marvel movies, but I never remember laughing at, like, the Spider-Man ones. Did I laugh? These ones specifically? Yeah, did I laugh? No. I didn't laugh at all? No, they're very Looney Tunesy with the humor. There was nothing I laughed at. Why did I write funny then? I must have thought something was funny. Yeah, the script. Uh, and then I I like Mary Jane. She reminds me of someone I know. And oh, I think you mean it, me? Yeah, a little bit. When you're being nice. She's like like me to a hundred like million times. Like it's too much. Okay. It's too much of me. Well, there's attributes I like about. It is that. funny because literally, it's it's like our relationship. Yeah, I'm Spider-Man. It's a weird... But I'm not Spider-Man. It's a weird dynamic. It is weird. Um, <laughs> they stole our relationship. I'm suing. Um, <laughs> no. Um, but that's it for the positives. The negatives I got... Nick Fury is the same Nick Fury from Captain Marvel, and it's really stupid. Like, off the bat, Nick Fury just fucks over Spider-Man. He goes like, no Whoa. need to wear your mask here. Everyone knows your secret identity. And I'm like, Spider-Man didn't go up to Mysterio and go, hey, here's my identity. Nick Fury exposed Spider-Man. But we don't know if that's Nick Fury or not. I mean, it's not really Nick Fury, but whatever. Because the scroll said, yeah, we fucked up. How did we not see that coming? Right. And either way, it's Talos's. But to me, I feel like that Nick Fury would have done the same thing because they have the same like brain patterns, kind of. Like, they would do what Nick Fury would do. Either way, he fucked him over. Nick Fury being on chilling on a spaceship, also not cool. Just the Talos swap, nothing. I didn't like a single thing Nick Fury did, except when Maria Hill shot the drone with the rocket launcher. That was cool. That's about it, though. The MCU expansion. This movie does a whole lot of, oh, yeah, the Avengers. Where are they? Are there Avengers? It just does that whole, we don't know, because they don't know yet. Like, they're, they're going to make That's that stuff. That's a good point. Because Sony's like, uh, well, we might be in it. We might not. Like, they're again, playing games. Well, yeah. Well, now uh, Spider-Man did hit the billion dollar club, so it should be fine. Wait, what? Yeah. Sony was like, if it doesn't make a billion dollars, we can pull out of our contract. That but is this. I think that's so funny. They have like a ridiculous like tier and then it hits it and they're like, shit. Damn it. <laughs> well, I mean, whatever. It did it, did it. Um, But that's the thing is, you know, um. I feel like these like this is this is considered a part of the Infinity Saga, which is right after Endgame. That's probably a Sony thing. That's not a. It's just stupid. It's not a Marvel thing. I could totally tell, because they probably just want to be off of the hype mm-hmm. from Infinity War, and so if they put it in that box set, they're gonna make money off of that. Probably. I'd imagine. It's silly. Um, Tony Stark. I don't like a single thing about Tony Stark. One, <laughs> Spider Man. K- 
can be a character without Tony Stark. The first film relies on him a lot. I feel like this film relies on him even more, and he's not even fucking in it, which is crazy. The villain is based on him. The plot is based on him, and it kind of the character's motivations are based on him. Like everything is based on Tony Stark. You got Mysterio being a former employee, which is just the stupidest shit because they cut him into the scene in Civil War. Like they edited him. It makes no sense for so many reasons. So many reasons. One. Tony's like, yo, this project never got greenlit. It was a baby project of mine that never worked. One, that seems weird in the original anyways, because I'm like, wow, you just showed a bunch of MIT students a very value, like, vulnerable moment of your childhood or, like, you know, your youth. It's like that a was TED awkward. talk, though. That'd got, be like, shit got real. Yeah, shit got real real quick. And then he's like, he named it Barf. And I'm like, no, he was saying that that was his project that never got off the ground. I feel like they saw that and were like, oh, we'll just take credit for it. The only way it works is if Tony Stark just used that technology and said like, oh yeah, I came up with it. Or, you know, took credit for it. But he doesn't even say that. He just says he named it Barf. <laughs> you named it Barf. <laughs> like, that's what he seemed upset about. Not the fact that, like, the technology well, was stolen or anything. Also, can he just sell that to someone else? Easily. Easily. Was, and it wasn't even just him that was fired, quote unquote. It was like his entire team and shit that worked underneath him. Right. Which so it, it's a bunch still, of people. I'm like, you want it, You guys can still build the technology. Start your own fucking company then. Right. Why are Should you wasting time? Should we build our time? own company and start? No, let's help this one disgruntled employee get revenge. Also, there was like 10 of them. Or At least. Like minimum and they're like hey mysterio we shouldn't do this i'm like yo you outnumber him like 10 to 15 to 1 you guys could just stop this now right like well once he got the glasses it was kind of game over because he owns uh, a bunch of drones that's true but yeah it was kind of weird that you had this whole special effects team because like let's say the sinister six happened is it going to be the sinister six plus Quentin's team. Like, <laughs> there's a bunch of dudes in lab coats. I liked how they were all disgruntled Stark employees, like, it, from previous movies. Not all of them. I think, like, one of them was. But I'm just like, why? 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 That's my impression. Anyways. Yeah, that was, like, that was probably the dumbest motivation so dumb. ever. And I'm like, is every villain just going to be a villain of Tony? Like, Shocker was like, I was an electrician at your <laughs> company, and you didn't give me a tip. Who, what now would Rhino I'm be? Kill you. Rhino would his be pet? his pet. Yeah, that's exactly. Or Craven the Hunter would be his hunting buddy that he, <laughs> you know, never showed up to his hunting trip with. Or, like, he made him pay for the hunting tickets and then never showed up. And he's like, the hell? Well, also, yeah, you're right, because Vulture is connected to Tony as well. Right. He steals so all like, of his tech. Like, it, it's a good formula, but come on, stop it. It's kind of like how the uh, the Sam Raimi films all had the, 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 the villains lose their mind. Like, Green Goblin that's lost Spider-Man his mind. in general, Yay! though. That's yeah, not yeah. anything I know, new. I know, I know. But it is funny. But yeah, just the whole, all right, I'm Tony. Um, I have these glasses. Should I give them to Captain America, the probably most noble man I know? But he's he, old. He didn't know that. He died before that. He didn't know that. He's old. So should I give them to him? Maybe Doctor Strange, one of the men that helped save the universe. Captain Marvel, who saved my life and yeah, goes around the, the entire galaxy. The glasses got to like work for the face, though. That's the thing. Maybe they won't look good. Oh, they won't look good on certain characters. Yeah. All right, give it to Anthony Mackie. I promise they'll look good. 
next time baby next time baby or how about yeah how about war machine just you know maybe his best friend for like i don't know 10 Where 20 years why isn't he helping the kid out i don't know not as happy he's just trying to get his shit together but really just happy's not fucking yeah aunt may you know what's funny is they had the perfect chance to age Aunt May and they didn't in this film. They could have aged her by five years. Yeah, Remember she... they they gave her glasses, but when they get the chance to actually age Aunt May, you know, living with grief with five years that your son's dead and they're like, nah, she disappeared too. Lazy writing. This whole movie's lazy also, writing. Also, I'm going to get into another con that I just realized. I think I got over Tony, Stark, Barf, Edith, the plot. <laughs> just basically the whole plot doesn't make sense. Giving the weaponized glasses to a teenager is the stupidest fucking plot. One... Peter's a fucking idiot for giving them to a villain that he only knew for a couple days. Not only the sentimental value, like you were saying, but also the technological responsibility, which he has no concept of. Then we have the fact that that employee is disgruntled because it was called Barf instead of him actually owning the technology, which he doesn't even you know seem to complain about. It just makes no sense that Tony made glasses for a kid and then that guy would want those glasses. How does he even know about those glasses? Like how does how how does how you know, does he know about well, that? Well, he worked for him, so I'm sure he had an idea. It's so stupid. The whole field trip is dumb. It's just like this whole movie's plot is dumb. If if I feel like Mysterio should should have been trying to get access to an area of Stark's device, should have been the bus driver. That doesn't make what? <laughs> what does that even mean? Of the the field trip. You're done. No, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Here's another complaint. This game is cashing in on Insomniac Spider-Man, the PS4 game, success. Game? It's so fucking annoying. Yes. You mean the movie is cashing in? Yeah, on the video game. Yeah, you said this game is it's oh, not this sorry. movie. So the movie Far From Home is, is taking a lot of tropes from the Spider-Man video game. So in the video game, it's the first time we really see Aunt May you know, leading a, a homeless shelter. It's called Feast. She does it in the comics a couple of times. It just seems weird they do it when the video game does it. Spider-Man in the movie does a bunch of poses like he does in the game, like with the peace sign as he takes a selfie. That's also weird. Then another thing that I really don't like is the suit. Insomniac made a really creative choice to change the generic suit to something more but modern. They did a good job. They did a That's really good job. It was very inspired. It's inspired. It's a small twist. You still see the original costume, but it's a small twist. They, these guys were like, we need to sell fucking toys. So they do the white spider, which looks like shit. They lo- it's the same outfit with just a weird color swap. So the spider is white. And then the blue is black. So now you have red, black, and like white. And it just does not work. It doesn't work at all. It's terrible. He also has a million suits in this fucking movie. Right. He has like the spider monkey suit. But not his own suit. The iron spider. He has it for like one second and then doesn't use it. But yeah, I'm just tired of him having Also, why would he need any other suit if his suit is like technologically amazing already? Like, why would he need anything else? That's what I'm saying. Even his original suit is too techy for me. Yeah. He, we, why would he need to make another one? It's made by Tony Stark. It's I already think perfect. one of them blew up in the apartment or whatever. Yeah, I think when Hydro Man. I think like the red and blue one is like blown up right now. He didn't bring. Oh, wait. Yeah, he did. You're right. So I think it blew up. Maybe. That's my guess. Maybe. Either way, it is. Oh, and then the whole field trip. I think it's funny. The guy's like, yeah, we keep getting upgraded. We keep getting and upgraded. And then shit keeps blowing up Like, if you up get upgraded four times, how fucking dumb do you have to be 
to realize, oh, we're not being upgraded. This is like a ruse. And we keep getting upgraded to places where like natural catastrophes keep happening. How, what the fuck? That's what I was saying. It was a fucking joke. Like the comedy and all that came. That, that was f- part oh, of the joke? Yeah, that came over the fact that it's Spider-Man that's kind of causing all this. Mm. Like that, that was more of the plot than vice versa and that's why i was pissed off i'm like where i don't care about this shit okay right. i i get it like right but it came that came first and the spider-man part came secondary and like i said the tone of the movie was so unbalanced because of that because i'm like these people can't be this fucking dumb but they and then were. peter is also this fucking dumb but then it's also trying everyone's to everyone's fucking dumb because when it got serious you're like oh shit this the is only smart serious. one is fucking mysterio yes he's a fucking genius barf barf um also it's kind of weird that i just realized Hmm. actually no it's not weird i just realized i just remembered the one thing i laughed at Hmm. um the part where he's like yeah my wife fake blipped but turns out she was leaving for another man oh yeah that's terrible i thought that was fucking hysterical that's the part i laughed at but i did put funny with a question mark I think that was the only thing that was I thought was... Was it funny? I think I thought that was genuinely it, funny because he's like, you want to see the fake funeral I made? I think it tried to be funny, but it's just not... It did its the, best. The little girls next to us sure as shit thought it was funny. That other guy next to them yeah, did not, not think they were was, funny. That dude was fucking serious. He was getting mad when people were laughing in the trailers. Yeah. Why do you come to the movies then? But yes, I mean, overall, I would say that the the character of Spider-Man is almost there. He's too fucking stupid, and they're they're not they're missing some base elements. They're getting closer. So I'm like I'm like I'm getting I don't know optimistic. Why it took two movies to get there. Well, oh, actually, four. Yeah, if you count the Avengers Five. Civil War. Yeah, so like we've seen the Spider-Man a lot, and like when he doesn't have his own story, he works well enough, sure. But like when you focus on him, you're missing the elements that make him so unique. Remember when he actually cared about responsibility? Or how? like he literally wants zero responsibility in all of these newer movies, right? Whereas like for different reasons, like Civil... he's so different than he was in Homecoming, and Homecoming is so different than he was in Civil War. Well, Civil War, he's like, I have homework. Like, like he, I got shit he cares to do. about his personal life, but he's willing to set it aside for the greater good. That's what I mean. He has no. He, this he one, wants zero responsibility he, from yeah, anything. Yeah, but for like completely different reasons. So like these movies do not. If you watch them back to back, they do not. They don't mesh. flow. Yeah. There is no flow. There's and no even, growth either. Even you were talking about the pace of the movie is weird. You don't find out that Mysterio's a villain until like the, the freaking third act. It is so weird. Even though you know. I mean, like, we it's, know. It's not hard to figure out. But like out. the pacing of the movie is just off. That's what I was saying. It focused more on him like being on the bus and shit and trying to get with MJ. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. But you got to like balance it out. Or like they had so many scenes with Happy and fucking Aunt May. And, his, and like when they were Maybe like getting, see it again. when they were right. getting lunch together and shit, that scene was like 10 minutes. I'm like, where is this going? I maybe have to see it again. The pacing was way off. I don't even mind Aunt May dating again. I mean, she seems like so, you know, open and not caring about... I, I feel like they should just not have Uncle Ben. <gasps> Yo, Happy could be like an Uncle Ben. He seems like a responsible guy. Kill him. <laughs> that sounded really bad. But like, if if he died, I'm sure Peter would care. Probably. He's like an uncle. Kind of. He feels like an uncle. Uncle Happy. I liked his moment in the scene where he's like, you know, you shouldn't try to be Iron Man. That was the only part of the movie that I was like, there you go. Mm -hmm. You got it. You got it. You're doing it. That was weird when he like 
looked at him and he looked like he was Iron Man because he's making his own suit. I'm like, but that's not him though. Like I get, I see what you guys are trying to do. <clears throat> there was a part where he puts on ACDC, right? And then Peter's like, I love Led Zeppelin. I make the joke. I will like, if I hear the Beatles, the Beatles. I go like, oh, I love, I love Radiohead. I or, love Beach Boys. Yeah, I love the Beach Boys. I do that on purpose. I, I can't tell based on his delivery. Was that a joke or is he that fucking stupid? No, I think he's that dumb. I do too. Like, I don't, I literally think he's that stupid. No Star Wars doesn't know one of the greatest rock bands of all time. Or like, no, he didn't know Star Wars. Because remember, he's like, do you remember that movie with the thing? Like, yeah, he didn't but remember he's building a Death Star. The movies he didn't remember are inconsistent. the name. They're inconsistent. I don't think they watched the movies from before. I think they, they didn't just, watch their own movie. Yeah, I think they just that's write. hysterical. It, that's what it feels like. I agree. It feels like like it like if I had seen this movie, I would guess that totally different people. But Kevin on it. Feige is very much like he thinks ahead, like way ahead. Well, you also have, so on this film, Amy Pascal, which I think she's is, she's fucking she's stupid. from Sony. I'm pretty sure she works on these but, films. But that no, movie. she's she always is out there saying like, oh, we're doing this, and everyone's like, you fuck shit up, like go away. But Kevin Feige, like I said, he thinks way ahead of like, okay, we have to make sure to put X, Y, Z. I don't think they're thinking about that with these movies. They're just like, we need money. And so they just make them. Or like Sam Raimi. I'm sure he had a plan for all the Spider-Man movies. That's why they flow. And that's why it's an arc, like Uh in movies, not just an arc within the movie itself. Right. But but, with this, there isn't one. Like, they're just like, because also Marvel's like, okay, are we like connected or are we not? Like, what's going on? Mm Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of like other outside factors going on where these movies can't just like be better than they are at the moment. I just I you, think you made me realize one other thing. What? Um, so really interesting fact. The Spider or, or Sam Raimi has was working on Spider Man four before they decided to move on and reboot it with Andrew Garfield. But Spider Man four and Spider Man five details kind of leaked, and the three villains they leaked were in the, the following films. The first one had Lizard, which was going to be, I think, in Spider-Man 5. Um, and then this one, or in Spider-Man Homecoming, they had Vulture. And the fourth version, the fourth film, was going to have Vulture and Mysterio, which are the two villains in Homecoming. So they just took his I feel idea. like they, they must have based their ideas off materials they've already had or written or something like that. That's, that's my guess. That's dumb. And they just wrote it around the movies now? Maybe. I'm not entirely sure. But overall... Did you like this more than Homecoming or less? I would say more. I I feel like I liked it more because they nailed Spider-Man slightly more and the villain was like really good, but Vulture was good too. I don't know. Well, again, Vulture is the same thing. It's like, you know, he's the villain, but it takes forever like to just get to that point. Well, no, because at least he's the villain through the most of the film. I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know which one I like more. I dislike them equally. There's also no tension. Like, you know, in the first Spider-Man, you really feel like when Goblin shows up, you're like, oh, shit, like right. shit's about to go down. I've never felt that with any of these Spider-Man movies thus far. I've never felt like Spider-Man is in grave danger. And I don't know. Like, I guess that's just great. Oh, I, I disagree. When he got hit with the train, I was like, yeesh. <laughs> no, nah, I knew he'd be fine. You got hit by a fucking train. And then he got on the train. Yeah, how did that work? And then he woke up. He's like, where am I? And then he was like in a Netherlands jail and everyone was really nice to him. Yeah. That was such a, again, why? That's such a weird fucking scene. That's definitely not a scene I needed to see in a Spider-Man film. 
That's yeah. what I mean. The pacing is just so off. The movies it's just are like, freaking weird. It's like a fucking roller coaster. You're like, oh, cool. And then it just drops you right back down again. Right. And the whole end sequence like was 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 is interesting. I think I actually like this one less than Homecoming, now that I think about it. Uh-oh. The ending was interesting. And I really liked how they finally showed Spider-Sense. That was cool. Then, like, that's finally you're getting your own character. But overall, I but would they just don't say, call it like, Spider Sense. They call it a Peter Tingle. Peter Tingle. Yeah. Also, why do they call it the Peter Tingle if they don't want him to, people to know who he is? Right, right, right. They're like, wait, who's Peter? Wait, oh shit. I don't know. Pause it. I gotta take a shit. Super. Bad. Oh my god. Okay. Like my stomach is. Okay. So we're back. So that was like the longest bathroom break ever. Ever. We had to go after for other reasons. So we're back now. We're recording. It's been probably at least a week. We saw a lot of movies in between. In that between time. that, yeah. But anyways, let's that for the people that are still listening. <laughs> let's try to keep it consistent. So we were talking about the movie, and uh, we should kind of wrap it up because uh, we kind of lost all our momentum. Um, but long story short, as a comic book movie, how do you feel it did? Um, I guess the only comic book e thing that I would agree with is the way they did the Mysterio scenes. Right. That's like a 10 out of 10. Right. The rest of the movie falls completely flat. I didn't enjoy anything. I didn't even, I didn't enjoy watching Peter Parker whatsoever. Right. And I have fun. I'd agree with you. I, I think it's super comic-y, but not like a good comic. You remember that Spidey comic that we, we referenced for the first film? Um, I mean, actually, that one's not even that bad. But you never, when you read a comic and you're like, that's Ugh. so fucking stupid. Yeah, it was lame. Like, the, like I've been reading a lot of uh, Dark Avengers comics recently. Uh, a lot. A lot. I read all of them. And I even read the new ones because I'm like, oh, they, they rebooted it. The reboot ones suck. They came out like 2013, 2014. Luke Cage leads them. And, you know, you just read a comic and you're like, none of this makes sense. None of this is interesting. I'm just going to finish it to say I read it. Uh, long story short, that's what kind of this was. It's like a Spider-Man comic. I would have been like, who who wrote this? And then I'd look and be like, dance lot, hit and miss. But that's it. Like, that's it. And as a movie movie, I got to say, it didn't do a good job. It's weird because these movies hit some random marks. But overall, like, I don't know. Like, they did better uh, on Peter's end. But then they messed up on some sides. It's just. Maybe if I was like an eight-year-old girl. Right. And is that is that what he's made for? Is that the audience? I think so. Kids. Yeah, I guess that's just the audience. And I'm I'm not part of that. I feel it's like kinda the, sad. The Raimi films were made for everybody and this is just made for children. I've loved them equally growing up, so yeah. I love them as much as I did when I was a kid, so that makes sense. But um yeah, I just have to say not a great movie. Now we're gonna get into our real segue, which is the comics. So we'll be back after a break, even though we just had a break. But this is it's a mini break. This is gonna be the real break. Extra quick. We'll be five minutes. Alright. We'll be right back. Sorry. After these Sorry again. And it, it took about five minutes. So comic time. Comic time. Okay. Comic time. So, 
Uh, most of these comics are Mysterio related. We tried to find ones because Mysterio's kind of been all over the place. All of mine had Mysterio. We pretty much read the same thing. Right. So um, the original, you know, Mysterio uh, in Amazing Spider-Man number 13, written by Stan Lee and Steve Ditko. Um, was That was the worst. I I loved it. And if you watch the 60s cartoon, it's... It's a perfect source to screen. Maybe that comic it helps. is exactly the cartoon. Maybe because the cartoon moves faster, I wouldn't have cared. But the old comics are like hundreds of pages long. And it's well. just, un- the dialogue is just so like. It's pretty It's so like direct. Sco- it's so Scooby-Doo. And I'm like, why do you have so many Dude, the pages cartoon is also shit? very Scooby-Doo. I love it. Yeah, but it moves faster. I know. It's meant for kids. Like, this is literally like directly written for kids. But anyways... Um, basically Mysterio, uh, pretends to be Spider-Man and then robs a bank. That's what he does. And then Spider-Man's like, oh damn, did I do that in my sleep? Do I have a, am I Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? Do I have a split personality? And then Mysterio goes to Daily Bugle and goes like, hey, tell Spider-Man I'm going to, I'm going to fight him and, and I'll tell him how he robbed the bank. Which is that is where the pointy thing came from? The pointy thing? Yeah. When he points at himself. Is that Mysterio? I think that's actually Chameleon from the cartoon. Okay. I just want to make sure. Sorry yeah. to interrupt. It may be Mysterio. That's from the 60s cartoon as well. But yeah. I'm not entirely sure. I've seen it. He's on the boat, and that's where they throw a bunch of barrels at him, and he like turns into a barrel. It's really weird. Anywho, and he like turns himself into a bowling ball and like dives through <laughs> him. It makes no sense. Anywho, um, so he goes on top of, you know, the Washington Bridge and Mysterio is using all these practical magic, you know, stuff like magnetic boots. Um, he uses like, you know, like like mist to dissolve the webs and he beats the shit out of Spider-Man. Spider-Man's like, well, f- well, fuck it. So he jumps off the bridge and then he tracks Quentin Beck back to his studio stage and they fight it and then he beats him. But I kind of like the way he uses like a lot of special practical effects to confuse spider-man whether it's disappearing or melting his webs or jumping super high sticking to walls i like how mysterio uses his tech and we didn't get that but the kind of like illusion and the 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 surprise are kind of in the movie like the twists if you will surprise right and in spider-man annual number one is when spider-man fights the sinister six basically he fights uh mysterio but the mysterio makes spider-man fight the x-men quote-unquote but they're just robots and he's like pulling a wizard of oz behind this big old room um but that's about it there that's like the origin of mysterio special effects artist who who just is in it for the money in the film industry a lot of times he takes the identity of spider-man so i thought that would have been cool so he's in this like film. hugo strange i don't think we've seen that in a spider-man film someone pretend to be spider-man so he's like hugo strange yeah yeah for batman but I think he does it a lot more. Have you seen Hugo Strange? No. How many times does he dress up as Batman? More than you'd think. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Well, I re- I didn't enjoy that comic at all. It's old, but you don't enjoy the old ones that much. I don't. The worst I, one I is probably Guardians them. of the Galaxy. I understand. Go back to our We Love You, James Gunn episode. Yeah. And uh, Or is it Fuck You, James Gunn? No, it's called We Love You, James Because we have two separate episodes. I've never changed the title. Oh, that's right. We've actually never done Guardians 1. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. We don't need to. There's nothing to read. We've read it all. <laughs> Whatever. We are still. We have to do it eventually, but I'm not excited for that. Um, Then the second act story arc with Friendly Neighborhood Spider- Well, actually, first, I have to get into probably the darkest Mysterio comic. 
Uh, Mysterio, this is actually a Daredevil comics. He's almost always a Spider-Man villain, but Mysterio uh, gets a deadly disease. And so here's the thing. It's like 10 comics long. Like you don't even know it's Mysterio till the very end, which is kind of like the movie, but he's fucking with Daredevil. It, it's like crazy. Like Doctor Strange can't figure out who's committing all this shit. He's like using magic and he's like, yeah, I can't figure out how someone is doing this. Later, it turns out it's Quentin Beck's uh, Mysterio. He's dying of a disease and he wants to have one like final show. So he's torturing Daredevil. It is sadistic. It's probably the worst thing he's ever done. Mm-hmm. He basically convinces Matt Murdock that this baby is the Antichrist and he has to kill it or give it to this group of fanatics. His girlfriend, Karen Page, comes into town. Uh, Black Widow comes into town and he's stuck in this love triangle, but also like trying to take care of this baby. But also he's going insane and he's like, I'm going to kill the baby. He like almost drops the baby off a roof and he's like, what the fuck did I just do? And he jumps and catches it. And like no one can trust Daredevil. He's like losing his mind. Um, long story short, his girlfriend dies. Black Widow's like, you're fucking nuts. He like beats the shit out of Black Widow to kill the baby. She's like, I can't trust you anymore. So she leaves. And Bullseye kills Karen Page. And then he goes to fight Mysterio after going through all these illusions. And he's, like, losing his shit. He's blind. So I don't know if Mysterio knows that. He never, like, hints to that. But he also knows his alter identity. Oh, he also makes his uh, Foggy Nelson, his, like, partner-in-law, have an affair on his wife. And then the woman he's having an affair with... Dr- like trips out on drugs and jumps out a window and kills herself what the fuck yeah dude this comic is nuts and here's the thing for the first 10 issues you're all thinking that it's because of the antichrist baby like you, you don't even know mysterio's in the comic it's only till like uh like comic nine that you're like oh mysterio what <laughs> what what's happening mm-hmm. and even like uh he goes to doc he goes to dr strange with the baby's like is this baby the antichrist and dr strange is like i don't think so <laughs> Like, it doesn't really feel like... Just super casual. I don't, I don't think so. And then he's like, what do you mean you don't know? And basically, he gave something to Matt Murdock that, like, was laced with drugs that started making him go insane. Um, so all this actually happened, though? Like... Oh, the people died. Yeah, Karen Page is dead. So these are real deaths. Like, he had Bullseye kill Karen Page. Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't even catch up with Bullseye. But he beats Mysterio at the end after all this crazy shit. And then Mysterio... Um, like, he's like, oh, kill me. And he's like, I'm not going to kill you. I'm just going to call the cops. And Mysterio's like, get ready for the grand detente or something French. And then he blows his brains out. And then that's why in um, the Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man number 11, with when he's at the school, that's why you see him like that. Do you want to go into that comic? Uh, Yeah, so that's Iron Spider, yeah? Yeah, that's the Iron Spider one. So, Quentin Beck is back that's that's the one where iron spider is a teacher right so this so is after civil war is, for the most part yeah everyone knows who that peter parker is spider-man yeah. and he's having trouble at his job flash thompson's like a gym teacher or something and they like have a dodgeball match at the beginning and i'm like what the fuck is happening like and he it. he tries to hit on this like mixed teacher and he makes all these like racial jokes about like oh you you like your men like you like your white guys that's not how he says it, but he does something <laughs> along those lines. He does make a ethnic joke. Because he's like super into her or whatever. She turns out to be, I think, an X-Men or something like that or a mutant. But uh, you have two other Mysterios who I didn't write their names down. But there's uh, there's Quentin Beck's brother and then a protege of his. And they're both trying to mess with Spider-Man. And, but they end up like fighting each other. 
So they're using these illusions on each other, and Spider-Man's like, what the fuck is happening? But um, can you actually look up the names real quick of the other Mysterios? Maybe they'll be a Mysterio of the future. The Mysterios in this comic? Yeah, in that comic. Um, it is Friendlyhood Neighbor Spider-Man number 11. It's on the list we had. Um, but yeah, so you have these two Mysterios fighting each other, and they're not the actual Mysterio. The actual Mysterio does show up, but this is after he blew his brains out. So his someone's face like, is all fucked yeah, up. Yeah, so someone's like, how are you alive? And he like takes off his mask and half his fucking face is, is gone. And at this point, he has actual magic. That Mysterio has real magic. Um, but they're kind of like tricking Spider-Man into thinking, um, you know, his girlfriend's being attacked and all that stuff and all the kids are missing. Um, it's a really interesting comic, but I kind of like how Spider-Man's like used to Mysterio at that point. Like MJ's about to be eaten by like a vampire. Yeah, and he's, and like, he's like, no, she's not. No, he's like, no, she's not. All right, you can have her. He's like, hey, enjoy yourself, honey. This way you don't have to look at so many mirrors because vampires can't see themselves in mirrors. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, how do you know? And he's like, MJ doesn't have her wedding ring. We're married. <laughs> so like that, like he, like I like how later he can pick those some of those illusions apart, and Mysterio has to like step up his game. Um. I, I think I said in the pre-show that Mysterio doesn't have magic. There, including this comic, there's like a couple comics where he gets some degree of magical power. Yeah, there's the Scarlet Spider. The Scarlet Spider. Do you want to go into that one? So that one is weird. He He's a lot older. He's quote-unquote retired. And then he has a daughter. Uh, um, Misty Beck. Misty Beck. And Spider-Man immediately is like... Ben Riley Spider-Man is like, <laughs> Nabra. So he, him and the other Scarlet Spider, because there's two of them, but they are clones and they are not technically the same named person. They're two different people, but they're clones of each other. It's a little confusing because they're both the same Spider-Man, but they also have very different personalities. One is like fucking aggro and the other one isn't. And so she, um, she still does magic and she's like, well, I'm not like my dad. Like I'm not the same. We've changed yada yada. And she fucking, like, she does this magic trick where she's going to make, like, a building disappear. Oh, yeah. And she does. She just throws, like, a giant sheet over it. And then it actually disappears, like, to another dimension. Yeah, and I was actually really impressed. I'm like, where'd they get that sheet? Uh, If you go to Joanne's, they have a great deal on fabric. Gotcha. I think she went to just Joanne's. Gotcha. And it came in, like, a helicopter. I was thinking, how heavy must that be? I didn't even think... Yeah, I didn't think about that because if it's car- if that fell on someone, like that could probably kill a person. They'd probably die in seconds. Like, yeah, if, they'd if, suffocate. If not from the force, the suffocation. Yeah, this is this is going dark. Let's uh, let's continue. <laughs> so, the uh, her and her dad s- transport. I'm like, why did you have to do all fucking building? Why did they just go into a different dimension? Right. What do they need to take the building with them for? I think it's because under the building is a secret lair where Misty Beck goes into. Do you remember? I didn't think she went into the building, though. I thought no, it's she like just walked under. out of it. Yeah, no, I think it's under the building. I think they had to go under that building for that, that magic temple thing they had going. But they were in a different dimension anyway. Dude, I don't know. I'm just... Te- like, I think it was on top of the temple. So they moved the building so they could go down. But they made everyone disappear. Or they made everyone fall asleep regardless. So why didn't they just go under it? Dude, I don't know. Anyways, so they Sorry, they, they, they do this to I'm go. I'm just like I haven't read the comic in two weeks because okay. of that shit. I'm just break. saying that's I don't what remember. Happens. They make the building disappear. They make everyone fall asleep. They made a building in disappear. The arena. My least problem is why they made it disappear. Actually, that is kind of a big point. Anyway, <laughs> doesn't matter. Point they is, go in there. Scarlet Spider's like, gotta follow their ass. Which, by the way, there's two Scarlet Spiders. We're talking about Ben Riley. 
Ben Riley Spidey. Riley Spidey. Gotta follow their ass. So they go into this temple, and then she makes up, like, this weird name for this, this like, devil horn thing that they have to uh, right. get the magic from. And he literally says, like, she makes up some name. He's like, is that what it's called? She's like, no, I just made it up. And then... Um, you remember the weirdest lines of the comic? Like, I think that was supposed to be a joke. It, they took it seriously. Well, do you remember the part where she's like, I brought you down here, Dad, because I need your... That's what I was about to say. Okay, right, I'm getting to all that. Right, go, 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 go. So <laughs> she's like, I brought you down here, Dad, but unfortunately... You got to sacrifice this thing you love the most. It's like a soul stone. Oh, uh, yeah, that's interesting. Um, and he's like, nah, bruh. And so, so she tries to stab him with this big ass knife and he's like holding it, her back with this knife, like almost to his chest. And then Ben Riley comes in and he's like, hold citizen. Uh, don't do that. And then somehow. That's not what he says, but okay. So <laughs> he, he kills his daughter and she falls on like the, the temple thing. And then he gets the magic power because he loves his daughter a bunch and her blood is everywhere. And then he blames Spider-Man. Right. And then <laughs> I know he like he didn't have to kill her. Like he clearly like stabbed her deliberately and he gets these magic like ancient powers. Uh, that it that is correct. Which one was that? that was Ben Riley Scarred Spider, uh, Misty Beck. I believe that was in 2017. It's pretty recent, it's, and I think that's why we couldn't continue the comic is because they haven't uploaded it yet. No, never mind. I won't get into it. But yeah, uh, the Daredevil comic was Daredevil number one, 1998. That was actually written by Kevin Smith. That 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 really dark Daredevil comic. It sounds like some shit he would write. To be and honest. Joe uh, it was Joe Quesada. Uh, the second act with Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man was written by Peter David. I think Mike Wendigo was uh, the uh, Yeah, the person. Scarlet Spiders, uh, Pete David, Will Sliney um, is the artist. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the two people are, I found out, the, the the other Mysterios. So we may see one of these Mysterios in the future. There's uh, Daniel Beckhart and Francis Klum. One of them said they, they were his brother. But do I, did I make that up? Anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, so we may see that in the future. I was thinking that that could be something. Well, for this one, I really, I hated the art style for this one a lot. Like I liked, I liked how Ben Riley moved right. because in each panel, instead of making individual panels for his movement, they would just draw him like jumping Moving, or yeah. swinging it's in like one the fade, panel. The color fade. No, they didn't fade it. It's just like, he's just there. Mm. Like not faded at all. Um, have it here but um i hated i hated the rest of the art style i it just was so like these are like the b comics so they don't get like yeah. the main this isn't your you know your siege your dark avengers you well, get like the b list it's it's like artist. well it's well drawn i just don't like it like it's their okay. eyes look weird scarlet spider's fine but um so yeah that one mysterio isn't even really mysterio he actually gets real magic powers he gets real magic he's also old mm-hmm I think the last one we're going to talk about that kind of inspired the movie is Mysterious Arc, if you want to take that one. But right before, um, the thing I was talking about earlier about the elementals, um, I think that's kind of weird. I don't know if I mentioned this earlier because, like I said, we recorded the other part a week ago. Um, <laughs> but um, I thought it was going to be Sandman, Hydro Man, and those other people working with Mysterio to cast those illusions. But um, the comic of the elementals is just Supernatural number eight. That was written mm-hmm. by Tony Isabella and Val Myrick, and that was in seventeen ninety or nineteen seventy four, not seventeen ninety four. Francis Clum. Yeah, that's the other Mysterio. But um, long story short, 
There's nothing to those people. They just have the powers of elements, wind, fire, stuff like that. They're just people Green. with those power. Green. <laughs> but that's it. That's that's all there is to it. Then they're called the elementals. There's nothing that inspires this movie. They're never illusions. They're real things. Green. Yes, green. <laughs> uh, so do you want to get into the uh, mysterious arc, which actually kind of oddly inspired Spider-Man PS4, which we might make an episode on that. So we might come back Dude, to this. I loved the art style for this. Mysterious the, art. The fucking covers for this one mm-hmm. are solid. So this this was written by Dan Slott. Dan Slott. And uh, Marcos Martin. Artist Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. And Kara Magna, who also did the other, the Ben Riley. he penciled it. The Ben Riley one. Hmm. Um, but so he man. did your least favorite and your most favorite. Well, he he penciled. Oh, he pen. Yo, oh, and you liked the penciling. Yeah, I like. You didn't like the I like coloring s- or d- just, shading. Yeah, and just it looked too a cartoony. Lot of, like, yeah, a lot of the side comics look like that. I don't like cartoony. But this is the mysterious arc, Amazing Spider-Man number six eighteen from ninety nine six twenty two. Yeah, it's it's semi old. Not not too old though. Yeah, I mean the storyline was kind of weird. Like, there's a part where. Um, there's like a detective that Spider-Man like, she's clearly like flirting with uh, him. Carly, kind of a thing Carly for. Cooper, yeah, Is it Carly some, Cooper, something like that. And he has she, a lot of bitches. He does like he's just playing with her emotions and shit pretty right. much. He's being he's dating Black Cat as Spider-Man, but also dating her as Peter, but not really. Mm-hmm. But um, her dad died a, mm-hmm. a long time ago, or so she thinks, and Mysterio like brings him back. Yeah, they don't really go into it too much, but yeah, they like fake bring him back. Mm-hmm. And what Mysterio mostly does for Spider-Man in this is he makes Spider-Man think he's think he's killing people. Right. So there's a scene or uh, there's a a part in the story where there's like Mr. Negative's goons. Yeah, it's either him or Silverman. So long story short, Mysterio is kind of you don't know it's Mysterio again. That's why it's called the Mysterious Arc. Um, but long story short, he's pulling the strings, uh, making the mob, like he's making a mob wa- mafia war. He's making it look like these They've mafias all been killed. are fighting each other and they and all die. And they're whacking each other. Right. Uh, Silvermane's crew, the Magia crew, which is all, and, um, the, what's it called? Martin Lee's dragons? Mm-hmm. Devils? Demons. Demons. These demons. So you have these three gangs fighting each other. A lot of people are dying. Uh, you mentioned that he convinced spider-man that he killed someone not just like multiple people yeah like throughout the comic and there's a really cool cover it's spider-man number 619 i really want to get i just want to buy it this looks really cool where (laughs) there's like a bunch of dead bodies that he's sitting on and he's got like his palms open and like the letters are dripping blood on top of him it just looks really sick but um yeah so spider-man thinks he's killing people uh and then everyone magically comes back all the gangsters come back somehow right because they weren't really killed um, it's a mystery so the, i actually like the way he ends up doing it spoiler alert for everything because our podcast is full of spoilers um he actually gets bodies from the morgue and gives you the illusion that they were alive so there's a goon that's who gives the illusion he's shooting at spider-man and spider-man punches him in front of all the cops in front of um uh what's the lieutenant <sighs> she's in the spider-man game yuri Yuri Watanabe. So she sees him punch this guy. He like falls off a build, like he falls off a, a catwalk mm-hmm. on a box. And then the te- like police officer goes like, he's dead. And then Spider-Man's like, there's no way. I, I, I pulled my punch. There's no way he could have died. 
I know how to punch a guy. Yeah, but and then uh, the... they all let him go because they're like, you can't stop Spider-Man. He's busy right now. And like everyone's like conflicted. Like we just saw Spider-Man beat a guy to death. So we're all like, like it was really tense and it's like messing with Peter's mind. Aunt May gets like possessed for a minute, which is weird. Yeah, and uh, she just becomes really mean. She becomes like crazy <laughs> she, like, mean. She like, kicks these like orphans out of her. Not orphans, they're homeless people. <laughs> no, no, she kicks oh, orphans out orphans. of her shelter. Right. Um, She's like, this place is a mess. Get out. What? Aunt May. <laughs> right. It's, it, it, it's a nuts comic. But um, what happened is Mysterio... Yeah, just made it look like they were shooting him. But in truth, later, that Carly Cooper chick goes into the morgue and goes like, wait, I saw this guy. He was dead last week. So mm-hmm. he, they're using dead bodies from the morgue uh, to get Spider-Man. Yeah, to mess alive. with Spider-Man's mind. Um, yeah, Martin Lee. So a lot of the, the Spider-Man PS4 game was kind of inspired by this era of comics, like late 90s, early 2000s comics. Uh, they have The Devil's Breath, The Demons... Uh, from the video game, Aunt May is leading a homeless shelter until she kicks everyone out after she gets possessed by uh, Martin Lee, or also known as Mr. Negative, who's kind of like has powers from another dimension. Can I have a sidebar? Yeah. I wish that Mysterio in the Spider-Man game was like how the Riddler is in Arkham. That would be interesting. But he hasn't been put in the game, so maybe not to spoil it for you. I know you haven't beat the game, but uh, well, maybe I've seen his... you beat the game. Why yeah. do you you always have to say this? Uh, just so everyone knows, I platinum the game, and a gamer complainer has not. Yeah, I don't mean to brag, but it's kind of Whatever. it's kind of badass. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, I thought it would be cool if, like, you know, he just pops up here and there. Gives you either challenges or yeah, like or just puzzles. Shit, shit starts just going wrong, and you're like, "What the fuck is happening?" I hope they don't like make the Riddler collector trophies. I actually no, love no, no, those, but not trophies, but just like yeah. Spider Man's just swinging, and then weird shit just challenges. popping up. Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. I that'd be I agree. Neat. And then there's like a mini boss battle, like you know, at the end of the game. That would be pretty cool. Hey, Insomniac. <laughs> mm, pretty good idea. Beats like the screwball challenges. Um. But yeah, so a lot of that game came from here, and uh, he's dating Black Cat, which is I always kind of like that relationship. I think it's unhealthy, but I think it's kind of like a necessary part Happens. for Peter to grow. Dudes have had all had unhealthy relationships. Oh yeah, it's it's an important part in growing. I think he likes he likes the hey. he likes the cat, and it's funny because he like he's like I need you to help me break into his base because he has a chemical that will kill me on contact. Like, it's designed to kill him. So the Devil's Breath in the video game that kills, like, almost the entire city is designed to actually only kill Spider-Man. Um, but uh, He just holds his breath. Yeah, he just holds his breath most of the time. <laughs> He's like, And then nope. he punches Mysterio in the skull. Right. The glass skull. Right. So long story short, he, he ends up finding out that Silvermane is a robot. And then he just, like, pulls it all together and he goes, like, God damn it, Mysterio. <laughs> and then the guy who hired Mysterio is like, uh, he knows it's you. And Mysterio's like in this like room, this like a like a VR green screen room, controlling all these robots. He's like, it doesn't matter. But secretly, he's like, God damn it! Oh, I think it's funny when like um, I think the fake dad like yeah. comes up and then he's like, that's not your dad. And so he like looks into the dude's eyes. He's like, I know it's you, Mysterio. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he like like looks into his eyes and then the Mysterio's kinda like, he plays it cool because he's a villain. He's like, oh, I have this, but he's kinda like shit. Like every like his plan has been going on and he has these super elaborate plans. And then he's like, God damn it. If anything I'd say the movie was under elaborate. Well, I also like the balance like in this one especially because it had Mr. Negative. Yeah. Who Mr. Negative is weird because he he is trying to fight crime 
at the same time. He has different motives than just being a criminal. Exactly. Like, he's not... It offsets He doesn't, like, rob banks or anything, but he does do things to, like, further his, I don't like gangsters, I don't like these people, and he f- makes his demons fight them, but Spider-Man protects, like, both of but, them um, at the yeah. same time. He's like, I-, I love scenes like that where Spider-Man has to jump between two villain crimes. And they're like, wait, he's on our side. And he's like, nope, not really. Not really. Just Punches today. The- yeah, that guy's like, Spidey's on our side, and he gets kicked in the face. He's like, nope. <laughs> um, but I-, I really like... I wish the movies were more like that where I guess that would have to be more of a series, but just to see like the interaction between all these other villains, like living in New York and coexisting with one another. Right. I kind of like the, like the underworld. That's why I want to see like Batman's Mm -hmm. underworld and Spider-Man, the crimes, New York. So, uh, Spider-Man actually in this movie took out, uh, I think it's the Magia. He takes out the Magia or like some other crime. Far from home. Yeah. And they cut it from the movie. That's it's, it's in all the trailers. They said, oh, it's going to be on the Blu-ray. I'm like, you know what also would have been cool? The movie. The movie. <laughs> you could have cut out a lot of scenes from that movie and put right. that, that in. That whole bar scene where he's like, take the glasses. We, we already oh, talked man. about that. But um, All right. Yeah. Well, t- so any more comics you got? Or is that pretty much it? Uh, that's it. We have Amazing Spider-Man number 13, Spider-Man annual number one. You both don't, you don't like those. The Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man that takes place right. after the Daredevil. Uh, the uh, Ben Riley comic with Misty Beck, the elemental supernatural kind of stuff. So it's like Mysterio's kind of all over the place right. with his character, but he's still like theatrical. He's pretty theatrical. He, he's I don't think consistent. he's as theatrical in this one. He's but... consistent in like his motives, at least. Right, or his theme. For the most part. And he's always alive. So he's he's back alive now from that time he blew his brains out. Not sure how, but he's back. Well, I think what's also cool about Mysterio is you can have like so many versions of him. It doesn't right. matter because like you can either have someone who's, you know, Frank Clum, right. like Frank Clum Mysterio because he's Mysterio. Like it, it makes no difference. Right. So it makes sense. So that's why in the movies, I'm like, well, they could just have somebody else dress up as Mysterio. And people could think that's right. the OG one or whatever. If is dead, they could cast someone else. I think John Hamm would be a good Mysterio as well. Maybe. Maybe he'd be Francis Clum. Maybe. Um, Advertising extraordinaire. There we go. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and the comic ends basically with Mysterio trying to escape. On a garbage on boat. On a garbage boat full of money. And Spider-Man like catches up and is like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> he's like, I got you. And what he does is amazing. Um, he's like, well, I'm going to shoot a missile at the city from my garbage boat. You can either stop me or stop the missile. So he shoots the missile. Spider-Man webs the missile and then throws it back at the boat. And he's like, I hate you. <laughs> so, oh, that's the alarm. Um, but I just think that's amazing. Yeah, that, that was... I really enjoyed that, the mis- those comics. Yeah. I thought they were great. Amazing Spider-Man is pretty consistent. There's some like down years. I'd say 2015, as I've often complained about. But Amazing Spider-Man is still one of the most consistently really, good Spider-Man. Yeah, like a lot of the 90s stuff mm-hmm. is super solid. Super fun. Ultimate Spider-Man is also probably one of my favorites too. Ultimate Spider-Man is good. The Bendis. 2010 Spider-Man is pretty fun. He's about fun until 2014. So... How do you how do you think it compares to the film? I I really enjoyed a lot of the comics more than the movie. I would agree. Minus Mysterio did a really good job with the plot. In a weird way, Jake Gyllenhaal did nail it. He did nail it. Did a good job. I just his story itself, meh. But like him, his performance, he really did a a great job. Like it's kind of like I don't want to compare it to the Joker, but um, let's see what's a good one. 
let's see a good villain that was done but was done very differently um, iron man one no that's not that's not, i wouldn't call that a great you don't one. like jeff bridges uh, not he i mean who cares about obadiah stain i don't know but i'm saying as a villain like, right he did a good job i'm trying to say like you did a, vi- a classic villain in a as justice a diff- you did justice but not like you know you did your own thing death. at the same think time. of like uh jack nicholson's joker that's the best way. It's not extremely the same, but it, it nails the the most important aspects of the character. There's got to be a better one. That's just the one that came to mind. Red Skull? No, because he's pretty spot on. Damn it. Yeah. I guess Zemo. Zemo's very different. Black Panther? That's different. That's different. Killmonger is basically the same. Though. No, he's not. But the origin isn't the same. It's really modern. Okay, sure. Sure. All right. Killmonger's not iconic, though. Yeah, he's like Black Panther's biggest villain. I know. People didn't know who Mysterio was. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Namor. Another prediction. Oh, yeah. We did predict one more thing. Good good thing we took that shit break so we could call it right here. Um, Long story short, um, I said, remember that tremble in Atlantis? I think it's Namor. And you're like, it could have just been like an earthquake. And I'm like, I think it's Namor. See, okay. Everyone... The, Look for those small, those small stuff lines, those small tiny lines. So remember when Captain Marvel like nods at Rhodey? Mm-hmm. They've been fucking. They've been fucking. And I said about the little girl. You were right about uh, what's her name, Rambo. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Lieutenant Trouble. Uh, you were right. It's funny because I was just like, I just feel like that was a throwaway line. They may use it like way later, but they're like, oh no, she's gonna be in. I think Wandavision. I feel like everything these movies everything has a a purpose it has a right. point if if it doesn't That's have why a I point they, they, they'll back. touch it later mysterio is like, not dead right we're calling it now he's not dead i don't think he's dead i think they'll i don't think he'll be in another movie but i think they'll throw hints out there I'll th- or I, maybe sinister I, six. I think well yeah because i'm like you're working towards sinister six and like who uploaded that video you know at the end in post credit i'm i'm joking I'm i was totally like joking. i don't know how he would plan that <laughs> Did he plan I'm to totally get kidding. shot? I thought he thought he killed Spider-Man. So he's like, uh, but also what doesn't make sense to me, side note about the movie mm-hmm. is there's people there that know Mysterio did that. So why would they believe Mysterio anyway? Right. Like the illusion stopped halfway. So even if you don't know, if you think Peter did it, you got to know that Mysterio did the illusion right because he also like flew home and everything so they must have done like a news story and been like yeah mysterio's behind everything so why would they believe that after the fact right also wait a minute if they found so let's say they found his body right mysterio they found uh, well they found the phone well they found quentin buck but beck's body footage his body's in a is is in a um place no he's in a mocap suit so they should know that he's full of shit. Well, he's not. What, he didn't die in his battle armor. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't he, think about that until like right. way later. I just thought about that just now. So that's a pretty big plot. Yeah, hole. be like, oh, he's a hero in a mocap suit. Also, Why what is he about, in a mocap suit? What about the other scientists that helped him? I'm assuming they kind of like all like ran or hid. But I mean, sh- like Shield knew of them. There's no Shield now. But I mean, Nick Fury did. Because they told space, him, remember? But they still told him. Like, I'm sure they, they told him, and I'm sure they'll clear Spider-Man's name. All the Avengers are like, yeah, no, that guy's well, anyway, pretty good. That didn't make sense to me that that they thought we'll that. We'll see what they do. I'm like, yo, he's been home for like a week. 
Oh, I think earlier in this episode we talked about how Sony may take back the rights. I think Spider Man finally did get the money he it needed, so I think I think Spider Man's good. Sony it's funny needs, how long this episode took. <laughs> you need to get your shit together. Like just make up your mind. You need to get your shit together. Just just pick. Do you want to keep Spider Man or don't you? Do right. you want Venom to be in the universe or don't you? Like, just, just do it. I mean, you're going to make money regardless, no matter what the fuck you do. So you might as well just join Marvel. Right. Just sell it. Just sell them. Just give it up. Just give it up. Take All your right. free money. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Give us some feedback. We it, like it. It took a minute. Thank you for your patience, for waiting for it. And uh, yeah. All right, the ding is, the is dangling, and so... Ding. Later, players. Later, players. I don't like bullies. I don't care where they're from.